it's very wonderful to have like the educational resources available to families but we also like remembered our difficult you know journey to to actually locating our midwives and we felt like we got just like really lucky with the way things aligned and um that's not the case for everybody else. Like I, I've heard like, uh, like not so good stories about, you know, uh, matching with their midwives. And um, we want to make sure that families are able to find like their best fit midwife. Welcome to the Happy Home Birth Podcast, your source for positive natural childbirth stories and your community of support, education, and encouragement all things home birth and motherhood. How did you find your midwife? Word of mouth? Google? Was it an easy or difficult experience locating your perfect match? Hey there, happy home birthers, and welcome to episode 89 of the Happy Home Birth Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Fusco, and today we're diving into the birth story and creation story of Jocelyn. She's a home birth mother who, along with her husband, is going on to do fantastic things for this community. I can't wait for you to hear all about it. Before we get started, I want to remind you about the most exciting event of 2020, which I mean, probably isn't hard considering how much of a bummer this year has been, but this event will not be a bummer. Sure to not be a bummer. Mark your calendars for September 8th through the 10th for the three pillars of a happy home birth free event. This is going to be three live sessions discussing support, mindset, and informed decision making and how, when handled properly, these can come together to help you have a totally empowered home birthing experience. You do not want to miss it. Do you understand what I'm saying? You do not want to miss it. Like, really. So make sure you're signed up at myhappyhomebirth.com forward slash three pillars. Okay? Okay, let's dig into this amazing interview. Go sign up. Now, please remember that the opinions of my guests may not necessarily reflect my own and vice versa, and neither one of us are medical professionals. So continue to see your doctor, midwife, or if you're like me, your chiropractor. Jocelyn, thank you so much for coming on the Happy Home Birth Podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yes, I am so excited to have you, you know, as a home birth mother and also someone who is entrepreneurial minded. Uh, I think we've got a lot in common and a lot to talk about today. So before we jump into what all you've got going on, I'd love for you to just introduce yourself to the listeners. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Jocelyn. Uh, My husband is Eddie and we're both from Miami. Uh, we ended up in Tennessee maybe like a year and a half uh, until about a year and a half ago. We were there for like two years, and now we are currently in beautiful, sunny San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, I studied social work. Um, I have a master's in it, and um, I have one daughter whose lovely birth story we're going to talk about today. Uh, she is just two years old now yeah that's right that's right yeah Yeah, she acts like she's like a lot older but Mm -hmm. apparently just two (laughs) 
That's amazing. Yes. I'm excited to talk about her birth story. And, and really, I know that for you, your journey to even giving birth at home is just, you know, it was a very unexpected thing for you guys. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to delving into that before we do, I would love for you to also, uh, just kind of introduce what you have been working on. We'll go into it in more detail in a little bit, but homebirth.com. This is, this is a very exciting thing going on. Yeah. So, um, homebirth.com is something that, um, my husband and I like thought of, uh, like shortly after our daughter was born, we had such a difficult journey to finding our midwives, (laughs) um, that we thought it would be like a wonderful bridge to help families kind of connect with local midwives in their communities because we know it basically relies on like having the right connections to (laughs) to find like the midwives in your community and so um we figured that that could be its role so that's our kind of short little snippet of (laughs) how we got to homebirth.com i love it i can't wait to go into it awesome okay well let's start from the beginning so what was the beginning of your pregnancy like? Was this, were you expecting pregnancy or how did, how did the first part start? Okay. So the first part of that started very unexpectedly. (laughs) Um, My husband, then boyfriend proposed to me and um, we like, we're just like ready to commit to each other um, and start our lives together like as a, as a family. Um, and I noticed that I was like, not having like regular periods. So I went to my OBGYN and I went for like a, just like a checkup just to like see what was going on. And they were like, Oh, we can't do anything. You're actually pregnant. (laughs) And so we found out like that (laughs) very unexpected, Uh, we talked about wanting kids and we both knew that, you know, we were going to spend the rest of our lives together. So it ended up being a very joyous occasion, but it was not like planned at all. Right. Um, Unexpected. (laughs) Yeah. Like a a beautiful, unexpected blessing. (laughs) Um, So since we went to our OB, it kind of just, like unfolded before us like they had us on this track of like you know this is your doctor now um and because we were in tennessee like it was a new um it was like a whole new office for me because i hadn't been to the ob there um and they like paired me with this person who was supposed to be my doctor um who ended up like barely seeing me. I think I saw her maybe like a total of like, I don't know, maybe like 10 minutes <laughs> over many visits that they had us go to. Um, and they didn't really leave any space for any input or like really any sort of like consent uh, on our end. And it was, um, it was very discouraging and this whole time that when I did think about pregnancy, I I did imagine uh, having something more natural and something more um, just like 
happy mm-hmm. <laughs> and not necessarily like sterile and um from there i i figured that it would be worth a shot to just inquire with the with the doctor you know if it was at all a possibility for her to deliver our our child like <laughs> anywhere other than the hospital mm-hmm. like was there a birth center that she was associated to or you know did she know anyone that could uh you know possibly assist us in a birth center so like at that point we didn't consider home birth at all we just like thought just not the hospital like a birth center potentially and um from there they they were really not cooperative with the idea of doing anything outside of a hospital obviously she was probably not uh like connected to any of these resources uh so i don't like blame them at all in in that regard um but just uh just how like unwilling they were to work with us and like kind of talk about things was was really disheartening and then i think our last visit um i saw on the paperwork that you know like our pregnancy was like listed as a as a condition like the the issue that i was there for <laughs> and just, like oh my word yeah it just like it felt so wrong and i just couldn't get over it and i kept thinking about it and like this is, like this is not an issue at all like this is a normal part of life mm-hmm. and we're very happy to be at this part of life right now and i don't want to be in the hands of somebody who who thinks otherwise um <laughs> so yeah so we ended up having like a really awkward conversation shortly after uh just trying to not uh, schedule any further visits there and um, transfer our care to the birth center that was like right around the corner for us at the point at that point um yeah so that was kind of like the beginning part of it yeah and okay so as you're going into your pregnancy obviously you weren't expecting it at that time so had you had any thoughts at all before that about about what pregnancy or childbirth would be like like did you know anybody around you who had given birth recently like what was your mindset were you just kind of planning to go along with the normal like oh i'm just gonna you know do whatever they do in the hospital yeah wonderful question um so i actually had no experience with like babies or like people being pregnant um just before that my one of my really good friends like he and his wife had like just had a baby um but they were in north carolina and like i didn't really get to see like the whole process um that was like the closest person to me to like being pregnant (laughs) uh after that like I think, yeah, so the the baby, quote unquote, of our family at that point was like 30. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, yeah, I had like no experience. I I knew that I wanted to carry a baby if I if I was so like blessed, you know, like, if Mm -hmm. I got to that point. Um, But I didn't really think about it too much. Like the idea was 
that if I did get pregnant, it would be so awesome to be able to give birth in a birth center. But I also really thought that it was going to be so much more expensive and um, just like not within my reach. So there's like a lot of little things in my head planted, but nothing super concrete. I don't remember hearing horror stories about birth, thankfully. <laughs> um, my sister says she she does remember my mom telling her about how terrible her birth was. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know, maybe my mom told me it as well, but I don't remember. Well, that's, yeah, you kind of yeah. came, I guess, as a clean slate. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> Okay, so so you have the awkward conversation of like, hey, I don't think we're going to schedule any more appointments with you. Yeah, because after after I asked her if she could do like a birth center or anything, like she had no resources for me even. And as a social worker, like, I don't know, I, I think maybe my brain is more wired that way that if I can't provide you with an answer, like, I'm I'm gonna find someone that that can and uh, for a medical professional to to be like no can't do that not gonna help you find out like <laughs> I don't it just felt like it wasn't a good fit at all so yeah we were like we're not really thinking about coming back um, that that was after we went to the birth center and like found out that it was a really good fit because we didn't want to be like, oh, no, we're not coming back here, but we don't have anywhere else to, like, <laughs> help us with our baby either. Right. Build your nest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, like, we love the birth center. And um, we had, yeah, like, we had them transfer all of our documents um, but this was actually, yeah, like I think we ended up like having another visit scheduled and we had to break it. Yeah, I think that's how it happened actually. Like we had like an automatic visit like scheduled and they were seeing us a lot. They were like, <laughs> they were having us do uh, like ultrasounds like excessively now that I know like what <laughs> is really like needed. <laughs> I think we have like four or five and we were there for like the first trimester. So I don't even want to know how it would have been like if we'd stayed there the whole time. Wow. Gosh. And okay. And when you found the birth center, did you just find it by just like looking online or like driving by, or did you know someone that told you about it? So I Googled it. I, I was like, I have to find something. And we got very lucky. It was like, right around the corner probably like a five minute drive at most and uh and it had great reviews it was beautiful the midwives are great the reception was great it was just like a wonderful environment to to be in especially like coming from the like the ob's office um i felt heard um i felt like I could see myself having a baby there. Like we were so excited to be there. Mm. And then, um, yeah, like it turned out that the friend that had just had the baby in North Carolina actually also had had care in like the same like company's <laughs> location over there. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. So like, I was like, oh, cool. Like, <laughs> this feels great. Like somebody else did it at like the same company. And, they yeah. turned out okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the baby's beautiful. <laughs> Not a baby anymore, but he's Aww. awesome. Yeah. So, um, so that's how we ended up finding it. That one wasn't too much of a challenge. I, um, I found it pretty easily on Google search because they had like several reviews at that point. I think they'd been in business like a, a few years there and, uh, and it was so close to us. I think maybe like our location base, like helped us yield that result quickly. Uh, so that was easy enough. Right. And so you, you walk in, you meet with your midwife or midwife team and you feel like this was, this was the right decision. Yeah. Big time. Like we had tea, like when we met there and we were like in some sofas and, um, the, the, I guess downfall to that birth center, I I think maybe actually generally birth centers, like we didn't have like a specific midwife we'd be seeing like it was like oh we'll like rotate you with you know I think it was like maybe maybe like six or seven different midwives and and then you'll have whoever's on call uh and that wasn't like a big deal at that point right but just uh now having had the home birth I I much prefer knowing exactly who's going to be there Mm -hmm. or at least like a smaller possibility of like who might be there Right, the few. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so your care continues. You you said that you guys switched over at in the second trimester or at the end of the first? Yeah, okay, so that was like the beginning of the second trimester or, or, or the end of the first. <laughs> I can't remember exactly. Um, but yeah, so we end up having to figure out like the insurance coverage of it because it – Ours didn't cover it, unfortunately. Um, we like we make a payment plan. Uh, we're like really excited. We're looking specifically for a Spanish-speaking doula, also at that point, and we are so lucky uh, because our Google search did not yield anything at all at that point for someone like that we could identify spoke Spanish in Knoxville. Um, and what's available for our time. Mm-hmm. And the birth center actually has, I think she might've been a receptionist, but she also did doula work. And I connect with her and we're like really excited to be working together. Um, we do our prenatal classes there. We like learn about the hurdles of like breastfeeding and like, like I feel so empowered and um and then we're in one of these classes. I, I think it was I think it was the breastfeeding class. And um, we just get this really weird vibe from <laughs> the instructor. And she just uh, she just has like this different energy about her. And she is emphasizing over and over again, uh, in case that you end up at a hospital should you should you wind up needing to go to a hospital like Mm -hmm. like just like excessively we didn't think about like should we end up at a hospital if there's like medical necessity i'm okay with that like i'm not 
stuck on the idea of like not having a hospital birth if my baby or I need it, <laughs> you know? Um, and just like the, the emphasis <laughs> from this instructor really gave us weird like feelings. And then the next day after that class, we wake up to an email and it says basically, oh, hey, we're actually going out of business and we're closing shop like oh. within two months. <laughs> oh my word. <laughs> yeah. So oh. we wound up in that. <laughs> hey, that's the not so subtle way of letting you know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, so what did you feel like when you received that email? You've got these plans to have this birth. You love this birth center you're excited like what does that even feel like it just it felt like the like rug was pulled from under beneath us and like i just like i felt so like in shock and when i when i read it i was like i couldn't have read that right like i'm just pregnant <laughs> let me reread that and i like mm -hmm. i like put my phone down and i like took a deep breath and i read it again and i was like no like this says exactly what i thought it said they're closing down and we're going to have to go to a hospital. Like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I'm like, they must have like a connection with another, you know, birth center in town. Like there must be, there must be a plan to smoothly transition us out of this. And then like my head goes immediately to all the talking that that instructor did about if you end up at a hospital, like, oh, she knew they were closing. We're going to end up at a hospital. Wow. But no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we, uh, we got a phone call from them. I think like, oh, no, actually. Okay, so they said, we're going to call you um, to talk about transferring your care uh, based on like the like the, the due dates that are, you know, coming up fastest. Mm. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll talk to you in, in like that order. And I was really impatient. <laughs> I was like really scared. And I, I drove over there cause it was like five minutes away. <laughs> on that door? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, hey, <laughs> what's going on? And uh, yeah, no, they basically didn't really have any like any answers. They just told us that they had to, they were closing down and that I could speak to one of the midwives about um, my options. And at that moment, that was like the first time that they mentioned home birth at all. Mm. Uh, because even though our classes, our prenatal classes did have individuals who were not delivering at the birth center and who were delivering like in hospitals and like uh, birth centers that were attached to hospitals. N nobody up until that point had talked about home birth. Uh, wow. So they mentioned, you know, that, that that is a possibility for us there. And um, like my husband and I were just kind of like, <laughs> like we were both very like shocked that that was like even something that they would uh, suggest. <laughs> we were like, what? <laughs> like we, we want our baby to be, you know, brought to the world safely. Like we're not right. super hippie or whatever we thought at that time. Um, and yeah, they gave us 
the referral and I just like kind of like tucked it away and I was like, oh, they're crazy. <laughs> like, what am I going to do with this? And uh, yeah, we looked at a couple of hospitals that had like nice little breathing suites and uh, like there was one that was far away from us that I think they had like a like a quote unquote birth center in their wing, but like they were closing down. Or there was like some issue with it. And it, none of it felt right. I like, I couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around of like being in the place where I go when I'm extremely sick <laughs> to give birth to my very healthy, like up until that point, uh, child, like all the way actually, but at, until that point, like we knew she was like very healthy. Right. Um, so yeah, like uh, we, we ended up looking into the, the home birth at that point. And how, so was it one of the midwives that was at the birth center that was willing to take on clients? No, but you know what? I wonder if any of them, like, like why they didn't. Um, <laughs> I, I never thought about that. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, maybe it had to do with like their licensing. I'm not sure. But um, it was a midwifery practice that was uh, established in town. And at that point, they had two midwives and they had a student midwife that they were like training. Um, and then like by close to the end of it, they had the three of them that were like rotating and she was like a full on midwife in there. Uh, yeah. And it was, yeah, it was just uh, someone that they had like good uh reviews from or like a good connection with okay so you guys had already made a big jump you know you had already made a big jump from hospital to birthing center then you're at this crossroads of like are we going to go back to the hospital are we going to have it at home like this was our this birth center was our safe middle ground like this this was what we wanted was it hard for you to wrap your mind around the idea of okay, we're going to do this at home and it's going to be okay. It's going to be safe. Yeah. It was a really like, uh, like it felt long, like it felt like a long road to like getting into the right headspace for that. But thinking back on it, it couldn't have been that long because we were on a, a huge time crunch. I just felt like, <laughs> like we had to make a decision. Like we did a lot of research to like before we even connected with any of the midwives for the for the home birth um and we like we we tried to you know make sure that we both felt safe about our decision because i didn't want to be forced into a situation where you know hey it might actually end up being worse than the hospital if i don't feel safe and i have all these uh insecurities and doubts about having a home birth at home like right I knew I didn't want any um like any sort of like medical like intervention so so that part was really like nothing new to me so I wasn't like going from oh I really wish that I had some pain relief to to maybe like one of the bigger hurdles for families thinking about switching is like that they're not going to have like the option of 
having an epidural if that's what they want or or having you know other medications available if that's what you know they feel appropriate for themselves i had that part like good and in the bag um but the just like the idea of okay like we're doing this in our home uh in our in our tiny little home at that point we had a really cozy a two-bedroom apartment and we didn't like we never considered <laughs> uh having a birth in there but yeah like it, it must have been like like a week of very intensive research and um just like kind of talking it through with one another i also like wanted to make sure that eddie was like 100 percent on board because I, I did feel like I was going to rely on him a lot, like just like to keep me calm because he, he has that like that effect on me. He, he's always been like a very calming presence for me. Mm -hmm. and, and I knew it was going to be very important that I, that I felt like good energies coming from him in this whole process as well. And uh, yeah, like somehow he was kind of more on board on <laughs> with it than I was initially. And like, yeah, he encouraged me to like research into it and to uh, to make the decision that felt right for for me because he he knew that as long as I was feeling safe and comfortable, like we were gonna have an easier road to having you know our our newest family member uh, with us. Oh, that's beautiful. And yeah, I mean, support can just really make the experience. So that's, that's great that you guys were able to really work on that. And, and I love the, the thought of like, yeah, you know, I wanted to see what my partner thought about this, you know, obviously like it being on the same page is, is of course so helpful. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, so, okay. So you've made the switch to the home birth. What was the end of your pregnancy and kind of into labor like? Yeah. So like the whole pregnancy, I felt great. Like the end of my pregnancy was awesome. Like <laughs> I met with our, our midwives and, um, you know, I felt really comfortable with them. Uh, Eddie met with them as well. And he like also loved them. Like any doubts that we had, like going into it were like not there anymore. We like, we felt completely like taken care of by these midwives and we felt like we were in great hands um and yeah like we continued on this like very nice healthy pregnancy uh we were like feeling educated and empowered and it just felt like even more confident in my body like knowing exactly what to do and like my baby knowing what to do so it was like it was like we were already on like this very good track, like with the birth center, all of the education and um, sort of connections that we created were very positive. And we like kind of continued and I felt like it just got like, I don't know, like amplified, like much more like intense than like, uh, just like even more positive, which I didn't think was possible. <laughs> uh, and just like, the the connection that I had with all the midwives, well, all three of them, <laughs> at that point, like I was like, oh, you know what? Like 
I could see this duo and I could see this like duo being at our birth and and I was like and I'm excited about whichever one of them and <laughs> so we went into it like super happy and feeling safe even though our families weren't like super pumped about it <laughs> uh, but they didn't they didn't uh talk to us about like how scared they were until later we we did hear like you know like are you sure like is it safe blah 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 um but my mom knows like specifically my mom uh she knows that like i i do my research before i make any decisions and whatever decision I have in mind, like it's going to happen. <laughs> Once I've decided it's done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I left home when I was 18 and, you know, <laughs> I think from there she just kind of learned that if I'm going to do something, it's like, yeah, it'll, it'll happen. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of like the end of our pregnancy and uh, very like, super positive i like i can't wait to be pregnant again hopefully someday <laughs> soon ish and um yeah that was that was kind of uh right up until till birth <laughs> tell me tell me about that tell me about what that transition into labor was like so yeah like i didn't feel any like braxton hicks or anything and um i guess i had been experiencing it i just didn't I didn't feel it because at one of our appointments, our, our midwife was like, oh, have you been feeling any uh, Braxton Hicks? And I was like, no, no, not really. She's like, well, you're having one right now. <laughs> and like, I look down and I see like my tummy is like, like much tighter <laughs> than usual. So um, I guess I had been like experiencing it, just not feeling it. Right. And we, um, I noticed that I was feeling something different like one night it was I guess Friday night yeah and it was like 11 I think we were just like getting to bed um and I tell my husband I'm like hey I'm feeling this um I think I'm okay for now like doesn't feel too intense uh but just a heads up just letting you know and he's like okay cool <laughs> we're like hanging out in bed uh and then like I'm like Kind of feeling it a little bit more he's like okay let me just let the midwives know that's like okay cool so he texted her uh and he like basically is like oh you know like if you could sleep through the night like let's let's try and rest and so we do uh we wake up the next morning i guess this is saturday and it starts to pick up and i was like okay um like maybe now is a good time to like remind them like that we're here, <laughs> and uh, and I think it was like eleven, and he lets her know that it's uh, picking up and it's like much more. Uh, what is it like? Much more like predictable, mm -hmm. and uh, the midwife is like, okay, cool, I'll head right over. I think it was like noon. She was there, and she's with us from noon on Saturday, uh, like all the way until we end up having our baby. And um, so like, when she gets there, it 
starts slowing down and like the contractions are not happening like as intensely or as uh like predictably as they had been like up until she arrived right um, and so we're like okay cool like you know everything sounds good um let's like try and uh like help promote like the the labor um and so we're like walking we're like doing stairs <laughs> um we're going to the we went into like our communities like gym and i was on the i think i was on like the little swiss ball like the pregnancy birth ball yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm just like doing everything i can to like get contractions like going and um and nothing's really like getting them like too scheduled again, like how they were for a little bit, but they're noticing that there's progress, like even though it's very slow. Mm. So uh, I check in with them and they make me feel like completely in control uh, and also just like safe, which was, you know, I feel like that was like just super priceless because if I didn't feel safe, like, like, yeah, I would have probably gone to a hospital, but they're checking me and they're checking baby and everything is sounding good. Um, and, oh yeah, like, I guess I forgot to mention this part, kind of very important. So my parents were in town. My mom and my dad bought their tickets, like, I think it was like maybe for like the 12th and um, of July. And uh, baby was due July 1st. I was like, okay, cool. Maybe, she, maybe baby gets here like a week later. And uh, no, like baby was there <laughs> like 42 weeks, like on the dot, supposedly. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, my parents are there. And uh, in my background, like in my mind, I'm like thinking like, are they, are they comfortable? Like, like, am I like, you know, kind of restricting them to their room because I was laboring like in between. No, I was mostly in the living room because at that point we had like, like just like really good light in there. And like, uh, just like, like there was like little rays of light that would come in through the top of the window. And it just felt really nice and like positive to me. Um, and so I was in the living room like most of the time and my parents, like, I didn't really want them to worry. So I, I kind of uh, had them in their room. And I just felt like I kept thinking about them and, like, are they comfortable? <laughs> Am I being a good daughter? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's that, like, uh, that's hard to turn off. That's, I think that's why it is so important generally. Like, you know, sometimes people think, like, oh, it'll be fun to have you know, my friends at the birth and this and that. And it's like, oh, it's, it's hard to focus when you've got more people. Yeah. And I feel like maybe it's like, just like maybe like the kind of person that you are, like, because I, uh, I don't know, like with my family, I'm just like super, super attentive. Like, like 
I just like, I, I should have known <laughs> that I would be like thinking about like, oh, do they need anything? Like, especially my mom and my dad. <laughs> uh, like if you're a more chill person, I don't know, like maybe it works for you, but I'm not that chill. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so uh, we had this really, like another terribly awkward conversation. And my midwife was like, hey, hey you know, like it kind of seems like maybe it might be inhibiting like progress. Like, do you think that you could, like, do you think that they would be okay with going to a hotel, you know, for the night? And I was like, no, we can't do that. Like my parents will be so offended. Um, and I'm just like, I'm just like super stressed, but at the same time, I'm like, I need to focus on this baby. <laughs> and so, uh, my midwife, like, she was awesome. She also spoke Spanish, which was, uh, like, I, I don't know, like, things I felt couldn't have gone better with the midwifery team that we ended up with. Wow. Uh, we actually, like, just posted about her. But Libby is incredible. Like, she was just a perfect fit for us. And Rebecca was, too. But just mm -hmm. the fact that Libby uh, spoke Spanish and that she could communicate with my parents, like, very easily it made things so much uh, nicer for us. Yeah. And uh, so she had the conversation and was like, hey, like, you know, like, do you think that it would be okay to, to like go to a hotel today? And like Eddie found like a really nice hotel. So I, they were like five minutes away again. Like <laughs> everything was like really close. And, uh, and they go and like, and then we like turned to trying um, nipple stimulation with the, with the breast pump. And that ended up being the thing that worked for us. And we like had more predictable contractions and, um, and we had like the support of our, of our midwives. Um, and yeah, so like we had something that we knew was working. And then in between there, we, uh, we like got some rest, thankfully. <laughs> Uh, and then Sunday morning, like things like are, are much more like, uh, I guess like naturally coming and like things pick up again and I continue with the pumping and, um, I'm like pushing and resting through contractions. Like I end up on our bed, um, on my back for the most part, we did try a few different positions, but it wasn't. It wasn't really working out because also like I had the breast pump that I had to like <laughs> uh, have like attached to myself basically. Right. And yeah. So like, um, so I end up on my back and uh, and yeah, like I'm pushing for quite some time and unfortunately, but everyone's fine. Like I wasn't, I wasn't like, at any point like oh my god i need some like medical like intervention like so i i need some relief like i i felt totally like safe and like this was a natural part of of life of like giving birth and like bringing life to the world uh and and i was uh assured by our midwives that like everything was like was looking good so like even if i had any doubts in my mind of like my ability to like assess the situation um 
they were they were there telling me like you know everything's fine every now and then I'd be like oh like do you need to send me to the hospital like do you like are you okay with like me being here like at home still (laughs) and they're like yeah like you're doing great like it's just like taking a little longer but like you and baby are safe and I was like okay good because I want to be here (laughs) so it was like it's just like really good energies like just very thankful for the for the midwives that we we worked with um that worked with us because obviously they also had to take us in like pretty late into our pregnancy and um no I'm just like really thankful for for them willing to work with us at that point oh that's so wonderful yeah that that sounds like such a a perfect like team for you and just the way that they normalized everything and were constantly reassuring that like this is great this is the way it's supposed to be you know that's that's really beautiful yeah and just uh, also like like I, I knew Eddie was going to be so important to me like he was there by my side like the whole time like I just uh <laughs> like I have this real like uh kind of like relaxation that happens when I like I'm close to him like when I hold his hand I just like I feel like much calmer and so he was holding my hand the whole time and I just like I don't know like I feel like that also contributed to like me being so like okay with this whole like long journey to having our daughter yeah yeah that's really a testament yeah I, I just I felt very good about everything even though like on paper if you ask me like oh, how, how was your birth? It's like, it's, it was really long, but uh, maybe it doesn't sound great to somebody else. But for us, I, I felt like it was like perfect and I, I wouldn't change a thing. Wow. And so in the end, you, you push your baby out on your bed? Yes. So um, we have a bed that reclines. So like, thankfully, like, I guess kind of similar to what it would be like in a hospital. I had the, <laughs> the back up and um and I push her out. Uh, I dad sees her like crowning for some time. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yep, she's got a lot of hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I push her out on my back. And we're just like so excited when she comes out and she's crying. And, you know, we have her on her, like I have her on my chest. And um, like, we didn't know if it was going to be a boy or a girl. Mm-hmm. And we like even like forget to check for a little bit, <laughs> and then um, and then he he tells me it's a girl, and I'm just like so excited because you know she's healthy and we have a beautiful little baby girl, and she's got like a good amount of uh, vernix on her, and so I I think oh. yeah like it's so sweet, <laughs> and um, and our midwives like. Uh, like tell us that later uh, that that's actually like a, a sign that she probably wasn't past due. Whatever. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, oh, she's 42 weeks and she's got a lot of vernix. She's probably not 42 weeks. <laughs> and so like the, the whole time that we were doing all these calculations, like in my heart, I knew that there was like a really good chance of them not having the date right because aside from like, us not doing it on purpose (laughs) uh (laughs) like we I had just had like very irregular periods and so that's probably gonna play into that you know um oh that makes sense right 
And so, yeah, like she comes out super healthy. The placenta comes out um, like just well. And um, I think, yeah, like, and then I have like this beautiful like post birth, like bath, herbal bath. And um, by the time that I get out of that bath, like our home is like completely spotless and <laughs> there's like no sign of any, anything having happened there. Right. That's amazing. Actually, like it even felt like it was even like nicer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like they might've tidied up something else that <laughs> I hadn't. Oh. Yeah. It was just like super normal and like happy, like positive birth experience. Um, yeah. And I, like, I couldn't have been more pleased. Well, it seems like it really changed a lot for you. You know, it, obviously this was a beautiful experience, but it really um, kind of pushed you in a different direction when it comes to business, right? Like you've yeah. created homebirth.com. You tell me about buying the domain. Cause I know I've heard this story before, but like, how did that all happen? So it was like around Mazzy's, uh, we call our daughter Mazzy. <laughs> so it was around Mazzy's uh, first birthday. And like we saw that the domain was available. Um, and my husband's like very entrepreneurial. Like he is the one with all the ideas, like mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> uh, and so he like saw it and he was like, you know, what do you think? And I was like, yeah, like <laughs> that sounds awesome. Like, that, that was like the first time that I had given him that kind of response. Like all the other times I'm like trying to poke holes <laughs> and uh, make sure that it's like a viable idea. And this was just like, like it made sense. I was like, let's do it. Like, let's buy it. Um, and let's figure out what we do with it. Like, cause we knew we wanted it to be like a resource for, for families, like, like at the minimum, we were like, you know, worst case scenario, we put up articles uh, and like families have access to all this research that like, that we had to scramble to find. And like, I did a master's program. Like I had to do a lot of research. I was kind of skilled already, like quote unquote, like um, in finding, you know, credible articles. And, uh, and it was really hard for me to find credible uh, like research on, on home birth. Um, I think it's probably, like just the, the, the lack of, uh, I guess, uh, attention that there is to it, like in the whole like medical, um, arena, but also like, we just felt like it needed to, like, what is there needs to be available to these families that are considering their birth options. Like they need to know, like, we had no idea that it was even like safe. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, um, so yeah, so we bought it with that idea. And, um, and then it just kind of like evolved from there. Wow. That's amazing. And so what are your plans for this now? Yeah. So like once, uh, COVID hit, we like realized that it had to do much more than just that. Like, uh, it's very wonderful to have like the educational resources available to families, but we also like remembered our difficult, you know, journey to, to actually locating our midwives. And we felt like we got just like really lucky with the way things aligned. And um, that's not the case for everybody else. Like I've heard like uh, like not so good stories about, you know, uh, matching with their midwives. 
and um, we want to make sure that families are able to find like their best fit midwife mm -hmm. um, in their area, you know, so that they're not spending all this time when they're supposed to be like enjoying pregnancy and like, and making sure that they're healthy, you know, um, like looking for these midwives because for, for us, I, I like, I don't know. I, I can't imagine that it was too long, but I know I spent like several days and um, just like looking for midwives. Like I was like, okay, if I'm not finding them here, like look here and this and that. And um, we want to make sure that it's an easier process for birthing people like at any point of their pre pregnancy making decisions. So currently we're working on a database uh, to have midwives that are available to sign up for it. And we are gonna be working with families and pairing them with uh, available midwives in their communities. Um, so right now we're just like getting in touch with midwives and families that are, that are interested in, you know, having home births or birth center births, just like midwife led births. And, um, and we're really open to the idea of evolving to the needs of the community because we do want to be a resource to the community. Like it's not just like, like we're not stuck on just uh, providing <laughs> the information or resources that we felt we needed. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of where we are right now. Oh, that's amazing. It's like, it's kind of like midwifery matchmaking, like, yeah. <laughs> like online being able to, cause I know you were talking about how it was so special to you that your midwife spoke Spanish and, you know, yeah. so those, those kinds of things, those really like, like particular, like, oh, it would be great if we could find a midwife that had these parameters or that was specialized in this, or, you know, had this additional skill. So that's kind of the, the stuff that people would be able to find in the database. That's kind of the goal. Exactly. Like right now, um, just like thinking about, <clears throat> excuse me, thinking about like, like you said, like Spanish speaking, like we would have loved to have that, like be like one of like the, the searching parameters, you know? Um, and we didn't find out, I didn't find out she spoke Spanish until like, I want to say like really close to the birth <laughs> and um you know like just having had that kind of happen the way it did it was perfect but um if we would have been able to like filter for for that i think it would have just been even more exciting and we want families to be excited about the midwife uh team that they have on board with them like yeah if like certain things are important to you you should have them uh be like addressed at your birth, like especially with things like, um, like you were saying, just like if they need to have special skills. So like if you're having a VBAC, like is your midwife uh, experienced in that? Like are they uh, experienced or able to deliver like a, a breech baby and all, the, all that stuff? Like you wanna feel like you're in the safest hands like for you. Oh, I love that. I think it's, this is such a great idea and I am so excited to watch the way that it blooms because you guys are just at the beginning and it is going to expand and be such, such a resource to so many families. So 
Thank you so much for what you and Eddie are doing with that. And on that note, where can people learn more about homebirth.com and what you guys are doing? I know obviously they can go to homebirth.com, but you guys are, are active on social media as well, right? Yeah. So we are most active on Instagram uh, and we are homebirth.com, but with the dot spelled out. So D-O-T. Uh, and we also have Facebook and Twitter, and we are working on being much more active there. It is uh, just very new territory for us. <laughs> One at a time is the way I like to do things. <laughs> yeah. So Instagram is where we are. <laughs> awesome. Perfect. Well, and I'll be sure to, to put those links in the show notes as well. Um, but Jocelyn, thank you so much for sharing your stories and for sharing your vision with homebirth.com. I'm I'm so excited to see how it takes off, like I said, and, and I'm just so grateful for you guys putting, putting forth the effort to make this happen. No, thank you so much, Caitlin. We really like appreciate being able to, to share this with your audience and like uh, just getting to, you know, document our, our birth story and share this hopefully with Mazzy one day because oh. she's very like, she's very interested in all of the work we do with uh, our home birth stuff. Yeah. Oh, she's going to be just a little midwife. That's what's going to happen. I know. We'll see. <laughs> you can put her in on the database. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jocelyn, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Isn't this resource going to be incredible? I love Jocelyn and Eddie's Hearts to Serve. It has been a blessing to get to know them over the last few weeks, and I'm just thrilled with what they're doing. Be sure to check out their social media to learn more about all that they've got going on. All right, my friends, that is it for today. One more time, let me shout it from the mountaintops. Ah, go sign up for the three pillars of a happy home birth event. Then share it on Instagram and Facebook with your friends. Please, I'm so excited, guys. Myhappyhomebirth.com forward slash three pillars. I can't wait to see you there. And I'll see you back here next week.